on this week's episode of Regular Guys. As fast as week three has come, week three has gone. Find out what we have to say about some overreactions to a couple of teams. As always, hey, we thank you guys for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe. You are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast. you guys missed us so much and hey the feeling is mutual here at regular guys podcast hey we're back for another week uh we know last week we tried a little something different try to give you guys a little you know shake up 30 minute show just see how you liked it apparently you guys liked it a lot uh we hit another milestone last week ladies and gentlemen thanks to you the regulars um and that's big for us again you know as a podcast that we are just trying to get our foot into it um grow each and every week Seeing things like 248 views on an episode is definitely something to make it all worthwhile. Uh, we gain more subscribers. Uh, let's get that to 100. We can't thank you guys again. Um, definitely make sure you like, subscribe, uh, be a friend and tell a friend about us. And um, we will be here each and every week to talk sports, talk NFL. Um, speaking of NFL, week three has come. And week three is just about over as we sit to record this podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, it's never too early for some overreactions. And I know just the guy to get us started with some overreactions. Sean, give me an overreaction that you got for this week of week three. Okay, so I'm going to start off with, and I was very wrong about this. There's no way Jalen Hurts the clipboard holder is going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys will win this division. I'm sorry for my brother-in-law because he's he's a Philly boy, but the oh, Philadelphia no. Eagles have no, no shot. They got Jalen Hurts, and he's trash. Dak, no. Jalen, not a competition. The Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're the best team in the NFC from top to bottom right now. Offensive, defensively, they're just playing really good football. Jalen Hurts has been amazing today in the first half. He had 280 yards passing, two touchdowns in the first half. He's just playing. He's got the weapons, and he's really showing that he's that quarterback. I, I like them a lot. I'm not an Eagles. You know, I'm an Eagles hater, but their strength of schedule is – if you look at their schedule, they might be favored every game, but one or two games the rest the rest of the season, which is insane. Uh, Devontae Smith got out of his little, little uh, slump he's been in this week. Uh, th- this week he had a, over 169 yards receiving and a big touchdown, huge catch. AJ Brown's been a awesome for them guys. I, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, as we stand right now, are the best team in the NFC from top to bottom. And you know, I'm not mad at it. I am not mad at the take at all. Uh, For those of you who are watching Eagles fans, or if you're not, cool nickname, uh, Darius Slay is calling the trio of, um, what's his name? Brown, they went to the, uh, they got traded to them. AJ Brown? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. He's calling the trio of A.J. Brown, Quez Watkins, and Devontae Smith. He is calling them the Batmans. 
because apparently there is no type of Robin there. There are no sidekicks. There are all different types of Batmans. Look, before we started the, the season, I think me and Jake were in agreement of the fact that the Eagles would win. Yes. Now, look, I'm not going to sit here and say this is what I saw because it's not. Yeah. I had a feeling that at at times they would play like this. Now, again, I get it. It is really still early. It's only week three. Yes, yes. they are three and oh after just, you know, making complete. I don't even know what to say. They just made their opponents look, you know, like little kids. The yes. last two weeks uh, had a little bit of a small scare of a comeback almost with the Lions week one. But, you know, they yes. were able to make sure that didn't happen. But this is what they look like now. And it's, you know, hopefully nobody gets hurt. You obviously injuries are a part of the game. But to say they are the best looking team from top to bottom in the NFC is not is not an overstatement. Like their their defense today had nine sacks, nine sacks today. So it's not just the offense looking amazing. That defense is getting to the quarterback. They're looking good, man. They really are looking good. And I hate to say it because I hate everything Philadelphia and New York. But yeah, they're they're uh, they're the they're the top in the East right now for sure. I mean, uh, the NFC for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't even. Jalen Hurts is really just putting the league on notice that yes, he is. You know, we had the the question marks. This team would be good if you know he could take them to the next level. And and he really has. Like at first we thought, okay, AJ Brown would they would basically this would be an offense where they forced him the ball. And maybe after week one, it, it looked true. Uh Devontae Smith looked okay, looked pretty good last week. And then this week he was like, hey. Yeah, yeah, let I'm me still, show you why you know, I'm that number one. Yeah I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm still, you know, that first round talent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he looked pretty good, Jake. Again, I know you're not a uh, Eagles guy, but you did pick them to win. You got anything to to add to uh, Sean's overreaction? I mean, I think it just goes to show that the off season that Jalen did. So I know he spent time. I think in California is what the report said, just working on his release, working on his arm, his throwing motion. And that's tough going from Pop Warner, high school, college, throwing one exact way, maybe even your first two seasons in the NFL, throwing the exact same and then being told, nope, you have to change it. You have to fix your release. You have to fix your timing. And to do that in one offseason and then look at the results now, that's pretty pretty remarkable, to be honest. Like most quarterbacks, it is what it is. Like that's yeah. the release and they're not going to change it. Yeah. So the fact that he did – and you also, he also knows Philly has two first-round picks waiting. So they know if he's not the guy, they got, they'll got easily replace him. So he also has that behind him. So yeah. that's the scary thing that's happening. Is that, yeah, that's scary that you have picks. And so far, Jalen Hurts is showing he's the guy. Yes. The trade is showing that it's paying dividends. And you have, you know, weapons. Uh, Miles Sanders is, is still pretty good. You know, the running game's still pretty good. Obviously, it's not like elite, elite, but it's, it, it is still pretty good. So the fact that you're telling me you can add to this, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, or, or you could even trade these picks. I was going to say that. You could trade those picks for if you wanted to get a better running back. Yeah. That's scary, man. That, that's, you know, one, one thing is 
this year we're seeing with two different teams, the, the Eagles and the Dolphins, is they're putting uh, pieces around these quarterbacks to see if they're going to be able to do this job. And they're both really showing up. They're, they're both looking really good right now. So, I mean, they, they got some pieces around them, and it's like this is your season. It's a make-or-break season for you guys. Are you our guy or not? And they both look like they're the guy for sure with the pieces around them. All right, so this is what I had for my overreaction. I know they lost. I know they've lost two out of the first three games. But you can't tell me the Detroit Lions don't look like the Lions of old. Like, they look even better than last year. And it's something that we always said. What's going to be their struggle, what's going to hold them back is the secondary. And that's what happened today on that that game-winning pass to K.J. Osborne. It was pretty wide open. Like, there was no no help on the defense. It looks like the secondary kind of, you know, miscommunication or something. Yeah. Just walked right in for that winning touchdown. Yeah. Without that, that's a really good win to get. And I know Goff threw a pick, but before that, he was looking. Well, he's playing pretty solid, yeah. Light, lights out. Lights yeah. out. He's playing solid, and they don't even have Jamison Williams playing. That's the oh, scary part. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, it's scary. You have Amin Ra who's doing everything, but imagine you just get a burner. It's not just, he's not a burner like Miko Hardman burner or a John Ross burner. He's actually a really good route runner. Yeah. So it's almost like a Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle type situation. Yeah. So you get that just running those deep routes, those deep posts, or even you can, you know, get him a mixed match in the backfield. And you can put all three guys. You can put DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, and then have uh, Jamison Williams in the backfield. That's some scary stuff for that offense. Really so is, yeah. overreaction. We got to be crazy. You know, that's how I am. I think the Lions will make the playoffs this year. That's my overreaction. I don't think it's – I don't think it – honestly, Jake, I don't I'm, see I'm actually disappointed. This is – this is probably one of your weaker takes. And I say that because of the simple fact. If you look at the NFC right now, we say the Eagles are sitting at the top, obviously. Um, who's who's there? Then you probably go. I say Bucks. Uh, Green Bay or Minnesota. Yeah, Bucks uh, the, for sure. The Bucks, um, the Rams probably look the best to win that division. Yeah. So and then you have then you have three extra spots. It's kind of a yeah. toss-up between everybody else. I mean, we wanted to say the Saints still early. We lost today to the Panthers. Not looking good for the uh, Saints. We want to say the Giants. We got to see what happens tomorrow we'll night. Maybe they go 3-0. and Maybe this isn't just a, a fluke. Maybe they just need the right guidance. So maybe they could be that Cinderella team, so to say. So, yeah, I, in all honesty, where a lot of the team – I mean, San Fran – Hey, they, is back they got that QB1 back. Yeah, they got yeah, the they, real they, deal, man. Yeah, they're they're looking good. They, you know, as as again, we recorded this on a Sunday night. They just forced another three and out, score seven zero in, in the first, they're getting the ball back. So it's like it is gonna be a bit of a fight. And I say that because you know, Jimmy G's back into the mix. Um, but for you, you know, those of you who are watching, Jake knows too, Sean knows too. I've been high on the lines. And yes, you have. more offensively than defensively, and today showed that. Um, I do like your 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 uh, take of, of them. I was going to mention them a little bit 
um, later on down the show. Offense is just amazing. Yeah, they literally led the the game up until a minute and some change into the fourth. yes. They and could like they could easily be. Well, I'll say two and one. Tied. You know, they could the, be the, tied with the division. With they, with they the could Packers be two. For, they should be. They honestly should be. They should have won today's game. They 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 should have. Yeah. They controlled the whole game. I was ready Literally to text you guys to make fun of the Vikings because the Vikings. <laughs> I'm not going to jump on that, but they're not looking too good for you guys. I mean, that Kirk Cousins is last week, but the Lions. They have a lot of potential. I know uh, Hutchinson didn't do much today, but last week I think he had three sacks in the game. So yeah, I know their defense is a little. It's iffy, the defense that just worries. But they're worries young. Me. They got it's, a lot of young pieces, yeah. and yeah, I, I like I like the Lions a lot this year. I mean, I don't think playoffs is kind of a a coin toss for me, but there's a chance for sure. There's yeah. a chance for and sure, and that's all I'm saying is just a chance. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm going to cement them, but like if we fast forward into the season and somehow the Lions became the seventh seed, it it wouldn't shock me personally. Yeah. And that's because I've been, you know, I've been on this bandwagon with them. Uh, you know, even on Madden. You know, he was going to <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's it, they got some good talent, man. And like Jake said, the fact that they don't even have Jameson Williams. Nope. The offense is already looking good. Yeah. Picking up from where they got last year. Um, Golf's not looking that, too bad either. Golf's, I mean, that one pick today, yeah. but he's he's uh, he's doing better than I think a lot of people expected. I, I think he's doing better than I expected, honestly. So, I think he falls into that Jimmy G mold, where the media he's he's just not flashy or they they don't like him, so he gets a a knock, a bad rip. Like, let's yeah. not forget, this is the guy who took the Rams to the Super Bowl. I get it, didn't win it, but yeah. it's the same for Jimmy. Took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl didn't win it almost took him there again last year that experience sooner or later pays off and you do have to think man what if Matt Stafford stayed this would uh Matt Stafford yeah I mean I know it's kind of hard I know this is I'm not trying to do an overreaction on on this subject but you brought it up yeah Matt Stafford's not looking that great this year. <laughs> you know? He's not. He's, he's not looking that great right now. I mean, is there a big difference between Goff and Matt Stafford right now this season? I I would say the difference is not physical talent. The difference is teammates. Uh, Matt Stafford's offensive line is, is looking trash. Yeah, you lost, you lost left tackle. Yes. I think they lost some other sort of guard or some sort. Defense took a hit. Von Miller obviously played a valuable more part than we thought. They did get uh, Wagner, but yeah, you're right. You're right. The yeah. offensive line is definitely yeah, it's a it's a hit. Def- you lose your offense looking- coordinator. Yeah. OBJ, as many people would like to say, he's overrated. The boy was gonna win Super Bowl MVP if he does not get hurt. Yeah. And they, I can they might I think that. they're gonna go look to pick him back up once he's healthy. I think once that's he's healthy. Be- yeah. I think that's the team to look out for to get him when once he's once he's healthy. But yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but right how they're both playing right now, it's not like it's a huge difference. But yeah, the, no, he definitely, definitely has a better Goff definitely does yeah. have a better offensive line, though. So yeah, agreed, agreed. A overreaction I have. No, I do not have PTSD after the whooping the Jags put on the Colts last week. <laughs> but 
my overreaction, ladies and gentlemen, the Jags are contenders. <laughs> now I know what you're saying. Whoa, Matt, you're just saying this because the Colts got waxed last week in Duval. Now, again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, obviously this is an overreaction. But to travel across the state and to play a very talented Chargers team. Yes, I know, banged up. Uh, no Allen. Herbert did not look good at all. But still, many probably chose the Chargers to win this because we're just all used to Jacksonville being bad. This is very impressive. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, a.k.a. Sunshine, is taking that second-year leap into the guy we felt yeah, he, he is. could be. Yes. And to the guy we saw him be in college with Clemson, uh, fantasy owners everywhere. Again, thank me later. Christian Kirk, another good week. Yes, he is. Yep. Urban really ruined this team. I'm not saying they're going to go and win the Super Bowl, but it's like, man, you look at it like, dang, brother, the Jags yeah. are not that bad. Yes. Right now, they're sitting at the top of the division. At, you know, two and one. And, you know, the first game against the Commanders, they could have easily won that game too. Easily. But I think it was it was just them needing to look and see, you know, guys, we actually don't suck like everybody else thinks. Yeah. Peterson is the guy that, you know, that's leading them. I get it. He's not the best coach, but he's got experience. And yeah. he's got the right experience to help, you know, turn the organization around. And I hate to say it because, you know, we had to play them twice a year and – but it does not look like we'll be winning gonna, anytime soon, to be honest with you. I'm going to add to your overreaction on this as well. Trevor Lawrence, right now, as of today, is a top 10 quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback right now. I'm taking him over a few guys in, in, in that top 10. I'll, I'll tell you who. I'm taking him over Dak. If you said you could have Dak or Trevor Lawrence, I'm taking him over Kirk Cousins. All those quarterbacks around Kirk. it. I'll give you Kirk. I can't give you Dak, and I can't give you Dak because he's hurt. Well, Dak, it's kind of hard to say. Dak's, it's easy to say. Dak's that been in the hurt. league how many years? Seven years, and this is the this this year is, is probably the worst offensive team he had throughout his like through his whole uh, NFL career. But besides this year, he's had a stacked team every year. Right. He's had a, a really good offensive team every single year. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue that awesome running game. Zeke led the NFL in rushing for three, four years. They have, they've always had two solid you know, receivers, two, three solid receivers, decent tight ends. This is Lawrence just learning with these new like younger guys himself. He, he didn't have that. You know, he didn't walk into a situation where they could go off and have all this talent around them. They had to build it. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think I would take him in a top 10 quarterback right now. And that might be an overreaction, but I really, really, really am impressed with how he's playing and how, how he's handled himself. Yeah, and I mean, I get that, especially as an overreaction. Uh, if I had to rank him, I'd definitely say he's on the outside looking in. For me to put him in the top 10, there's got to be a statement game. A... Like what he did this week, what he did last week, I think it was like 200 yards and some, you know, a couple of TDs in both games. I mean, it's, it's the, really good. The Chargers, I mean, y'all were telling me yeah. how great this Chargers defense is. Like y'all were saying how great, so, I mean, they shut, they, they gave Mahomes a hard time, right? Last week they beat up Mahomes, gave him a hard time. 
and he put 38 on her head. I mean, I think that's a pretty good statement, in my opinion. Three, three I guess touchdowns, I mean, no interceptions, like, like, like 400 yards. yards yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. Like I his – yeah, okay. Like, give me a Tua-type game last week. I'm not saying you got to come back, but just yeah. the stat line. I don't think you need to have that many yards to be considered a really good quarterback. Yeah. Bree, Breeze never threw up Mahomes numbers. No, that's true. And, and he, also, yeah, can, you're right. You can dot up a defense without throwing for 350 yards. And why is he going to throw more than 270 if he's winning 38 to 10? He's it's already, the, it's know, the he's running already, game. The running game's helping a lot. Yes. You finally had James yes. Robinson back. Yep. But that's where they're going to look, though. When you go to rank him, you're not going to rank him in the running game. I know. I'm definitely yeah, I mean, taking him so, over so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm yeah, taking, and I can get You're that. taking him over I'm Kirk Cousins, too, right? Please. You're taking him over Kirk no, Cousins. Okay. Yes, I'll take him over. Okay. Thank I, you. I don't have him in the top 10, but I'd have yeah, him have in the that. 10, yeah. I'd put him in the Kirk and Dak range. Yeah. That's like why if, I you're, if you're looking at ranking wise, I'd put him in that. I'll put him 11, yeah, that 11 yeah. to 14. I can put him there. Yeah, yeah. I'm not having it. And I'm not taking Herbert out of the top 10 because of what's going on. That's not his fault. He shouldn't have played. That division. 100%. He shouldn't, yeah. he shouldn't have played. Nope. This is a game that, yeah, it's it'd be nice if you win, but it's way riskier to play with what was going on. You know, it's that injury is something that's extremely painful. Yeah. And I don't think he took any pain painkillers, which I don't blame him because last time they tried doing that, you punctured the guy's lung <laughs> and Tyrod Taylor. So I don't think he was yeah. – I, I think it's smart to not do that, but I think it's also not smart to play. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially if this was going to be the same outcome, you could have done this with uh, Chase Daniels and still yeah. got it. Yeah, they look bad today for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you one overreaction right, well, that we didn't have real quick, just off of this okay. game. Okay, just to throw you guys a curveball. What's this? Staley's not going to be the head coach next year. Nope. Oh no. Yeah. I tell you that he's, much. Yeah, he's he is. He is. Yeah, if they don't, they don't make if, it playoffs. Oh, if they come back with Staley, you're gonna waste Herbert's big time years. Yeah, that's all I gotta say for that. Yeah, and Eckler, I'm never listening. To, hey, I am never listening to you again on fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I picked this fool up in the first round, and he's terrible. He's terrible not, for he's me. Not he terrible. Is killing me. You're telling me four carries. For five yards, he's that's not, not a, terrible. He, he's not a pure rusher. He's never been a pure rusher. It's mean, not his game. Uh, yards receiving. He's a PPR I mean, guy. He's yeah, not. A, but you got to you got to do a little bit on both sides. So he's I think only, you're more of a receiving back, but you got to get more than you got to average at least fifty yards um, a game on rushing. I mean, it's just terrible. I mean, he's not looking good at all. Last, I've watched last, him a few times. It's just like I don't know. Last year, he only had three games over. No, four games over 50, 55 yards. Gotcha. And he was still the number two running back in fantasy football. Well, hopefully he steps it up because my fantasy needs it. It was the but last, anyways, yeah. No, no, I was going to go, not to cut you off, I was going to go for another overreaction. And it's going to be more so of a don't overreact. I just got finished watching the Bucks versus the Packers game. Um, it was a deep, it's a, it was a defensive game. The yeah, Bucks it, was, it didn't look like it at first. It looks like no, it looks like yeah, the, the first two drives, Green Bay scored. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. Bucks defense. <laughs> they settled down. Be, they're going to be in a top three defense of all, all, all year. Yeah. What's going to hold this is going to make or break the Bucks right here. Mike Evans, Godwin coming back. If they I come agree. back healthy, like I know a lot of people are looking at Brady. He's not having the greatest stats. He's throwing it to scrubs right now. He's throwing it to, I mean, they picked up Beasley and he started today. That's how bad it is. They picked him up on Tuesday and he started today. But if they can get Evans and Godwin, their two main two targets back, and a li- sprinkle a little bit of Julio in there because you know he's going to get hurt after a game or two like he always does now. The Bucks, that defense, the only two pieces they need is Godwin and Evans, and I think they're going to run away with the NFC. And I know I we talked about the Eagles. How it'd be right, a good match right now. It'd be a really Eagles, good matchup. Right now, the Eagles are better than everybody. It's a and it's a big if. With the uh, the you know the Godwin injury because he, he's coming off the torn ACL and then he came out first game of the year which I thought was really dumb to do and play because he he that uh he only took the offseason off he didn't have a lot of time for that ACL he should have gave it at least a couple more weeks I think but if he can come back healthy with Evans because Evans looked a little banged up last week so I don't think this uh this week it was actually probably a blessing in disguise for him. But if they come back healthy with that defense, that defense is amazing, man. And I and I think people are going to knock Brady because of stats. But like I said before, I don't think you can really blame Brady a lot. No, no Nobody's getting open right now. It's just really hard for him. Wait until he gets his two targets back and we'll see what happens. What do you think about that, Jake? So I think in regard – like Mike Evans – He's he's gonna come back. He's not. It's not that. He, I don't think he's not healthy. But anytime he plays Marshawn Lattimore, he always has to look. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it's never his matchup. Tough. Yeah, and he'll always. He'll always be ready to fight him too. Yeah, he's locked up like. <laughs> it always seems like he ends up with a limp after he plays Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, yeah, it's that's what I meant the, by the injury. That yeah, he yeah. had a limp. But go ahead. He's going to come back next week. Mike Evans is probably going to have 12 targets. He'll catch seven of them, give you over 100 yards, a touchdown probably, and the Bucks' offense is going to look better. Brady is not the issue. I'll tell you that not much. I watched that all. whole game. Yeah, not at all. There was, I think, two to three fumbles yep. by receivers. the receivers. Yep. He was moving the ball, had nothing yep. to do with him. Brady looks like he could still play another five He looks years. great. He looks great. He looks insane. Man. It yeah, definitely is not him. That last touchdown he threw, I don't know how Russell Gage caught that because yeah. that was a bullet. It was that, Brett Favre style. <laughs> yeah, that almost yeah, looked a like a 95-mile-per-hour just fastball. Like just, That's that anger coming out, that frustration throw right there. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I'm not too worried. About, I'm not worried about the Bucks at all. You look how that defense is. Yeah. What Mike Evans is going to be the main guy back. He'll be good. I think Fournette needs to, you know, shed a few pounds. Yeah, he, he looks, does. He, he came looks, in way heavy. Yeah, he looks and runs a little slow and heavy right now. Um, He's like a Jerome I, Bettis, man. Once he gets downhill, he looks great. But, I mean, that, that, that first yard or two, it's like if he gets touched, you know, he's not going to go far. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, so, I'm, not, I'm not worried about the Bucks. Yeah. but And this is where I say I'm not worried about Fournette. 
in the first game that they had both weapons there. Uh, yeah. Godwin shortly and Evans. Though. Shortly, though, Godwin got hurt pretty quick. Okay, but still one weapon, one and a half weapons, I'll say. Yes. Fournette still had, had over 100 yards. He did. He did. So oh, yeah. you get you get one back. I'm not even gonna say two. You get one back. Yep. The run game opens up. Yes. And oh, for sure. When you when you all you have to worry about is Bernard Perryman and Russell Gage. <laughs> yeah. And Cole Beasley. Yeah. I'm keying in on Fournette the entire time because there's 100%. no way these guys are going to beat me. Granted, Russell Gage had a good game, but. Perryman caught a ball, fumbled. So yep. it's like Gage fumbled too, I think, right? Gage did. They both uh, Perryman and Gage both fumbled. Yeah, Gage, Gage fumbled. Yeah, he and, uh, they, I mean, and obviously they, he they made both it up lost it, man. Yeah, he did. They did. Yeah, so it's uh, but yeah, I agree as far as just temper your oh my goodness, what's going on? Blah 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 blah. It's if frustrating. Both weapons come back and they still look like this, then you worry. Yes. But it's it's gonna be a while. Uh, both Evans and and Godwin will complement the run game, and get them going as far as as Fournette. Uh, to me, he looks more physical um, with the added good. weight. I mean, first week, a guy chip block Parsons put him on his butt. Well, it was a blind side, but yeah, it was it was a good it was a good chip. I went no, no blind side. He, he saw him. He was there. Parsons was he, Parsons was heads up. He Parsons wasn't looking at him. That's what I'm saying by blind side. Parsons was on a on a tackle and he got sparked. Which Von Miller came boy, out. And, which Von Miller said that should be illegal. By the way, um, Von Miller came out and said that. Yeah. Yeah, you got it's part of the game. Come I know. On, I agree. I agree. He said he yeah, said you should be able to, but. I know yeah. he's looking out for his fellow defensive lineman, yeah. which I get. And my only like my, my last take on the Bucks too is with with their offense right now. My only uh, criticism for them would be is not to run more of a two minute offense with them. They need to rush that. They they need to get that ball going like they did last two minutes. They were they were just Brady was just piecing them up. They were they were playing too slow with the weapons that they have. They they had they had to knock a Green Bay off balance with a faster pace offense. I think in Brady in the two minute office is just amazing. That's what I, I, that's my only knock on him with the pieces that he has. They should have went more of a fast pace offense, but I don't think the Bucks have anything to worry unless the wide receivers stay injured. Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't, when it comes to the Bucks, I'm not worried. I expect them to win this game. They obviously didn't. But going into this game, I was even when I saw all the receivers down, I've time and time again, I've said, you know, I've had no confidence in Brady. I said something about Brady. And every single time I get proven wrong. That so is, that's at being this, a Jets fan right there. Yeah, at this <laughs> point in time, I'm I see Brady. He doesn't look bad. He doesn't look old. I know everyone's like Oh, look at the press conferences. He looks tired. He looks so man. Imagine being 45 going through outside issues and you're getting hit by 300 pound men. Of course, you're going to look old, but he doesn't play old. Yeah, with he's these playing the exact, yeah, he's playing the exact same. But I'll tell you something 40 something, bro. Like, hey, what he's is 45. I'm supposed to look like, yeah, I'm not supposed to look 19 still, exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you someone who is looking. Looking like the the pick that they were when they got drafted, 
And I know if you look at the score, it's like, man, he threw a pick. Uh, his QB rating wasn't even 100. But I like what I see with Marcus Mariota and these Falcons. Yeah. I like what I see. Granted, it's Seattle. That game could have ended in a, a 2-2 tie with both teams getting a safety. It would have been like, well, that explains it. It's two teams that are bad. But the Falcons are not what everybody thought they were going to be. Everyone automatically gave them the first-round pick, and they were going to lose every single game, and it was going to be a blowout. Yeah, That's not what's happening. No. They're giving me Lions of last year vibes. And the reason why they we are. always bring up the Lions is because last year everyone thought they would be the team ending up with the first-round pick, and they were just going to be bad. But what ended up being is they were in every single game, and they would win a few. Yeah, That's what's happening with the Falcons. And look, look what happened, Arthur Smith. You decided to pass Kyle Pitts the ball, and oof, it looked like it worked, didn't it? Thank you. I hated Matt's his – Matt's, Matt's happy about that. I think you got him on fantasy, right, Matt? No, I don't. Yeah, I just I – mean, I think I mentioned it last last week of some sort just to – Benched him? For the, you, no, I don't have him at all. Oh, okay. um, Just for owners everywhere, I'd start him, but this would be my last time – you know, hopefully he does good. It's against Seattle, but if he doesn't, then it's like, okay, you kind of got to look for other options elsewhere. But yeah, uh, just to kind of to go off of what Jake was saying, yeah, they remind me of last year's um, lines. And if you look at it, the pieces are literally somewhat similar. Yep. Uh, we'd say Kyle Pitts is their version of Armin Ross St. Brown, you know, their their star receiver. Uh, their kind of guy in the in the wing who is actually quietly putting together a nice a nice rookie season, Drake London. Uh, this is also a team who does not have Calvin Ridley for the year. So you got to think what they'll look like once he comes back. Um, and also, too, you got, they went to uh, L.A. last week, almost won that game. Yep. yep. And I'm almost certain that the, the game week one against the saints they almost won that game too yeah so yeah it's sometimes a change of scenery um fits both teams obviously they needed a little uh, change up from matt ryan after being there for so long obviously matt ryan needed the same and hey you know i I understand desmond ritter's there i don't i'm not sure he's the guy i'm not really too high on him but Mariota is definitely looking like the guy uh, coming out yeah. of Oregon some years ago. Um, so is Drake London. With, I got one yeah, name for yeah. you guys. Cordell yeah. Patterson right now. He hey, had he's playing really good. 141 yards rushing today on 17 carries and a touchdown. I don't, I don't want to talk has, about him. I don't want to trade him. <laughs> he has over 300 yards rushing. And his running back is actually primary position. He's like – he does a little bit of everything, you know. He, he does – he catches the ball really good. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age, but he's still looking like a beast, doing a little bit of everything. And like I said, he, he's average, he has over 300 yards rushing this year. He's, I, I, like, I like how Atlanta's looking, like you said. They're, they're, uh, they should have – you know, they were close last week as well. Yeah, they're, they're reminding me, like you guys said, is the Lions last year for sure. And honestly, it it won't be bad if they have a top five pick oh, add to the team. It's yeah. the same with the Lions. You, you know, you had the number two pick. You had Aiden Hutchinson. That's perfectly okay. Just 
you don't want to be in the top five and everybody looks at all oh, the top five you're just horrible if you're in the top five and at least you were in a lot of games you just you got to learn how to win yes and that's how the lines were you got to learn how to win you got to shake that culture of not knowing how to win as far as we know the falcons are still having that super bowl loss hangover of uh you know when the patriots came back hey i get it man it it happens sometimes it's going to be a while before you can shake it but yeah until Mariota shows me differently, I'm riding with him, man. Until, you know, and it's good that he's on a one-year deal. If he stays healthy, which has been the biggest knock on his career, he can't stay healthy. And he just continues this level of play. You don't even got to be, obviously, you Falcons fans will take the elite. But if he just sustains this, I'm going to sign him for another year. Yeah. I trust him more than Jameis right you now. Don't. You know, I, yeah. I I trust them more than Jameis right now, and that, that's who you compare them to because they both came out of that draft, and that was their comparisons. But right now, who would have thought that he would have been, you know, he's more trustworthy than Jamison right now in their careers. I know Jameis throws a lot of picks, but Jameis was head and shoulders better than him pretty much their whole careers. But right now, I mean, Mariota is – I'm trusting Mariota more right now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a reaction, overreaction that I have. It is time to blow it up in Las Vegas. Yeah. 0 3 start for the Raiders. Josh McDaniels has pretty much confirmed that you cannot trust a Bill Belichick quote unquote disciple. It just doesn't work. I don't know what else there needs to be. They go back to New England, they do great again. Yeah. Matt Patricia, you know, insert whoever else, but they just. They just do not work out. And I mean, you're 0-3 in a game where I'm pretty sure we all thought they would win against the Titans after this, you know, slacking that the Titans got um, on Monday night. Yeah, against the Bills. But then you look at the next two games, you got the Broncos and the Chiefs. Maybe you win against the Broncos because they're still trying to figure it out. But the Chiefs, you can almost kind of kind of chalk it up to an L, depending. You just never know what will happen. But I'm going to yeah. side with the Chiefs there. So it's just not looking pretty, man. It's Josh McDaniels was very mad with the Broncos. Yeah. But, again, he got fired. Obviously, he, did, he didn't work He did out. have the he great Tim Tebow. Back. I just like to say that. He did have the great Tim Tebow. He did. So. I'll give him that. He had The, ha- the Hall of Fame boys. Tim Tebow, guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> took out the Steelers round one. Yeah, that was, that was one of my bounced. favorite moments ever, honestly. But, yeah. No, nah, yeah, I'm there with you uh, to the late uh, Demarius Thomas. Oh, but, man, he's um, a good – yeah. Our, now, uh, let me yeah, ask, that's... yeah, let me ask you a question on this, actually, since we're talking Raiders. What do you think the – what do you think the the biggest issue is with them right now? Would you say coaching or, I mean, is, so Derek, is I, Carr just not that guy? I don't think it's Carr. If you look at the stats, Carr has actually been outside of week one. I think he had three interceptions week one. But last week, just the one pick. I think today he didn't have anything. Oh, no, he had uh, one pick today. I think too. it's just. He had one today, too. So he's throwing a pick so, every game. So Four picks in total. three games. Oh, five and three games. That's not good. But it's not good, but it's not the reason you're losing. Uh, last week, Hunter Renfro fumbled twice. Yeah, that was, yes. They should have won that one, yeah. Uh, last week, they also let uh, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. the toddler, a.k.a. Kyler Murray, dance around for 20 seconds until he finally ran it in for a two-point conversion. Gotcha. I think it's a collective. 
And this is again where I go back to the Bill Belichick disciples, um, the Miami Dolphins ex-coach, uh, Brian Flores, who Flores, yeah. many thought was going to be the exception. People leave New England and they they see Bill and how he ran stuff and they're this is how it's going to be. We're this that forget the the player relationship yada yada yada. We're we're all football football and it's okay. I get it. It's a job. That's why you're there. They paid you the big book. But it's like I just think they're trying. There's too many of them who leave New England and they try to bring that Patriot way and create their own Patriot way or try to replicate it. That Patriot way only works for the Patriots, which is why Tom it's Brady. called the. Yeah, which is why it's, it's kind the of the it's, it's kind of the Brady way if you look at it now. Like what I mean, it's yeah. kind of the Brady way. So it's it's just my only I thing on this is going my... to be a really good offense. Yeah, and so far as just add the big shocker, your dynamic pass rush duo of Max Crosby and Chandler Jones have combined for just one sack. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, three games. My, my my only kickback, and I'm gonna pass it off to Jake. Just I just want to say, when I get Derek Carr's stats, they always look good. I mean, to me, five interceptions in three games—that's pretty bad. But when does it get to a point where he gets blamed? Because I feel like everybody, all I hear is this person gets blamed. He has the weapons to win every week. He has some weapons, and I get last week wasn't his fault but they should have they should have they should have closed that game out from the get-go anyways they should have let Arizona get back into it anyways I just feel my only thing is I get blaming everybody else coaches and stuff but sometimes stats can lie to me now Derek Carr has all the talent in the world but what are you getting out of it absolutely nothing but that's all i have to say on that what about you jake to be honest i don't think it's the offense fault like yeah um car threw for he had three picks uh week one that's the three picks is three picks no matter like sean said no matter how you put it no matter how you look at it that's three I turnovers that week one loss on him yeah that that's for sure i'm blaming on him that's three turnovers that's three that's three drives that you just gave up on basically so yeah, that's that's not good. But you let Ryan Tannehill not only throw on you, but just run all over you? Because he rushed too. That's on the defense. That has nothing to do with McDaniels, and that has nothing to do with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. That's the defense struggling. And that's 22, 22 points. Yeah, you shouldn't be giving up 22 points. The Giants no, no. didn't even let them have that many points. No, no, I'm saying uh, the, Raiders, uh, the Raiders only had 22 points. Oh, first, yeah, I get that. But I mean, I don't... That's, that's offense, too, though. You got to finish these drives. Just because you get yards, you got to finish the drives. I, I, I get it. I, I don't, I'm not trying to jump in, but I'm getting to the point with Derek Carr where I'm like, I don't know. Guys. Oh, no, for sure. And I'm not going to sit here and say that Derek – Derek Carr is going to lead the Raiders or any other teams on undefeated season and then win the Super Bowl. But I don't think he's the reason why Matt Hess's take up, blow it up. I think it's the defense. What? Yeah. Name, name me a corner right now off the top of your head. Name me a corner on the, on the Raiders. Let me see. You see, you have to look. Google, help me. <laughs> I just gave you one. Yeah. 
I just only, gave you one, but I only know it because we traded for a unique in Gakwe and we gave him Rocky. Yeah, that's the only reason. And if you ask who's on the defense for the Raiders, if you're a football fan, you're only going to know Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. Besides that, nobody on that defense has really made a name for themselves. And by, in order to make a name for yourself, you have to perform on game day. None of them have. You have some nice prospects in Jonathan Abram, but that's not anyone that's going to stop a defense or, or concern you from passing. Gotcha. So I just think they need a little work. Obviously, week one, Derek Carr, you can't turn the ball over three times. I don't care how which way you look at it, which way you cut it, you can't turn over the ball three times. Yeah. But a pick, it's going to happen. You're playing against professional athletes on the defense. You're going to throw a pick. Rogers threw a pick today. Yeah. Quarterbacks are going to throw picks. But I don't – Five and five and three games, though, so. Yeah. That's a habit. That, that's starting is, to be that, – that's becoming a habit. If you're, if you I just got think five, this is who he is. Yeah. This is who and he that's is. That's why I'm saying he might not be the guy. That's all. He might not be the guy. And that's – honestly, that's okay because this is who he is, but who he is isn't horrible. It's no. not elite either. Yeah. It's okay. But I feel and like a lot of people think okay. he's kind of at the elite level. I, I don't. Uh, I would not put him at the elite no, level. Okay. No, gotcha. he's okay. definitely a, he's probably like 15 right now. I think, I think and a lot of people Depending on how like, he plays, he'll either go up to like maybe 12, yeah. or if he plays bad like he did week Very one, inconsistent. he may jump to like 17. Yeah, I, I just, you know, a lot of people jumped on the, the Raiders bandwagon. It's once they got the firepower. Once yeah. They, yeah. And, and with that firepower, yeah. I, I feel like you should at least get 28 points a game, you know, a little bit higher. I mean, you got – you paid Darren Waller. I don't see why he's not being more productive. Yeah. Devontae Adams, but, they got but again, one of the you, best receivers in football. I don't know. You got to you gotta look at this. Josh McDaniels' offenses are not flashy. No, they're not. They're not. So, although it is very easy to us – to, to look at it before the season start and says you got a, a wide receiver one and Devonte adams uh why you know a tight end one and darren waller and a nice slot piece who in hunter renfro josh jacobs is is pretty okay not elite not horrible many with the, i mean fez came on here i think he i'm pretty sure he said it'd be like top three or they would win a division of some sort i think he said something along them lines but we gotta look all them years out in in New England, even with the Broncos, his offenses are just not like that. And again, that's why I resort back to that Patriot way. This is plain and simple, bro. Like you have wrong easily, coach. <laughs> yeah, like you're easily just you have the talent. I don't understand. Yeah. And the simple fact of, you know, again, the dynamic pass rush that we all thought oh max crosby is going to be lining up across from chandler jones, jones. yeah goodness jones is a beast. you guys got one sack but like that's <laughs> i do get what you're saying I do, I, I do feel like many people hopped on on the david carr uh bandwagon and and thought to themselves of you know i feel like he's doing the opposite of what a jalen hurts or a two is doing right now right. he's got weapons around him and he's not he, he's getting his stats to an extent, but he's not he's still playing the same old David Carr way. He's not progressing, I guess you could say. He's kind of at a plateau, even with these awesome weapons. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, yep. again, the next two games are are tough. Broncos, you could definitely win. Um 
I don't know necessarily where the Chiefs game is. If it's at home, you'll have a chance because it's at your home. But if it's at Arrowhead, I'm going to chalk it up as a loss. And yeah. the good thing is, at least after that, you'll, have, you'll be able to play the Texans, which I'm not going to say you're going to win because – in this day and age of the NFL, <laughs> yeah, it's Sunday, been weird. Man. It's been a weird year. Yeah. Yes. Any given Sunday. Yes. Um, and other notes across the league, uh, gents. I'm going to say it. I'm going to label the Dolphins as a contender. Mm. I absolutely love what I saw today. Yes. Uh, Tua was not horrible. Tua no. was not elite. He was concussed. And that's okay. <laughs> he was literally he just was, Drew Brees cussed. Just yeah. we're going to take this. We're going to take that. Hey, okay, cool. Here, defense play good. Uh, just when I thought, because I caught the back end of that game, I thought they were going to give it to the Bills to win. Uh, a punt that I think he hit off his blocking um, protector the kick, in front of the him. kick butt, <laughs> not the butt bumble. Yeah. The kick butt. Yeah, it was. I was like, no, dang, this is how they're going to lose it. That, that sucks. Embarrassing. But yeah, for them to, to go out like that, this was a good team win. Again, great team I think win. before great the game, we all, yeah, we all would have picked the Bills just because of how crazy they look. Again, I get it for you, Tua haters. But the starting safeties for the Bills weren't playing, and Poyer's out for the season. Who cares? I mean, that, that is a big deal. Injuries are part of the game. Yeah, but three injuries are part of the game. It is a big it, deal. But who on the Bills' offense was hurt? Nobody. Yeah, no, no. And I'll so, tell you this. The I'll tell you this. <laughs> I watched that whole game. Florida weather ain't no joke, guys. Florida Diggs got- the, the, the offense was just cramping up left and right. And I think it's a great win. I'm a believer in Miami. I had them going to the playoffs as a wild card as well. But I'm not too down if I'm the Bills either. You're on oh, a short no, week. Oh, no, for sure. You're on a short week, played Monday nights. You go to Miami and the weather's just brutal. But, yeah, it, you know, that was, a, that was a good win for Miami, though. You got to be, as a, as a Miami fan right now, you got to be. I'm, yeah, I mean, I wish I was a Miami fan right now. Goodness. Yeah, if, if you're a Bills fan, you shouldn't be too upset. Um, no, definitely. You not. know, the Bills defense wasn't there. Their sec- they had two two rookies in the secondary and then two six-round picks from last year yeah. in that secondary. And Tyreek Hill didn't blow you up. So you still technically had a good – defense still had a good game. Not bad. So it's all. not like the defense got lit up. It was a really close game. This is what you expect from two teams basically owning the division. Yeah. So I think my take of saying the Dolphins are going to finish second still might be true just because I think, yeah. you know, the Bills, you, you have to give the Bills the respect. They've made the AFC Championship game twice, I believe. No, last year they didn't make it. Um, but they, they've been close. They've been really close with the Chiefs. They almost passed the Chiefs last year with a stupid overtime rules. So you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. But don't be shocked if, like Matt has been saying, two was an extra breeze. You don't need that rocket arm. And everyone's saying, oh, two underthrew Tyreek Hill last, uh, last week. That's all. If, if only it was anybody else, that pass would have been completed. You see all you saw those passes to Jalen Waddle. Those, oh, yeah. those things were yeah. money right yes, in the were. pocket in they stride. Were. So two has got the arm enough to to run with these boys. So I'm not too worried about that. 
Gotcha. Just real quick before I pass it on to one of you guys. Um, I think it's going to come down to best record. You At this point, you can kind of basically chalk it up as you got split. Let's just assume they lose to the Bills next game. Yep. It's going to come down to the record. I haven't looked at the Bills schedule, but looking at the at the um, the Dolphins, you got uh, this upcoming Thursday night against the Bengals. Then you that could be a tough one. But I yeah, think Miami Bengals might get them on It'll be a tough yeah, it, it, it's going to be a really good game, I said, because it, we got to see what happens. looks like uh, Joe Cool and the boys got themselves back on track against the win, against the Jets, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> I'm just playing, Jay. Uh, playing, but, yeah, Jay. we'll see. The, their next four are Bengals, Jets, Vikings, and the Steelers. So they're going to so, definitely beat the Jets and definitely beat the Vikings. I'm just joking. I'm kidding. I'm Vikings kidding. Speak. I mean, Vikings. I just hope for a good game against the Vikings, man. Only because we're going to be at that game, man. It's. I want a good one, man. Just give me a good one. That's at the point. I don't even care who wins. Just give me a good game. I'm going to be there in person. I want to see a good one. That's all I. Gotcha. I understand. The the Jet fan in me still comes out. I still want the the Dolphins to lose every game. I guess you have to. You have to. I got I got Jalen Waddle on most of my fantasy teams, so I just want him to get his numbers, but then they still lose the game. Yeah. Like that's that's how I am with my with my fantasy and then my fandom to my normal teams. Like if anyone, yeah. if I have a, for example, if I have a cowboy and they're playing the Giants tomorrow night, I want that cowboy player to play just well enough to help my fantasy team win, but the Cowboys still lose. I yeah. feel like that that's where it should that. be. Yeah. I understand that. So I got a team and I got a couple of players I'd like to mention in this. The Browns. They should be undefeated. <laughs> they kind of they, they should be undefeated. They should now. Don't get me wrong. The Jets they had an awesome comeback on them, and that, that you know Jets they were awesome, but the Browns Brissett is holding the ship down for these boys, not blowing it up, but not messing it up, man. And a lot of people wanted the uh, the Browns to get Jimmy G. Or Baker, you know, keep Baker there to to play out a couple of games until Deshaun gets back. But right now, Brissett, and the main guy I'm going to talk about is Chubb. He's probably the best pure running back right now in football. He is awesome. The Browns, now I know they get their schedule gets tougher. I mean, they got Atlanta next week, the, the Chargers the following week. It gets tougher and tougher down the line. But if he can pull out a couple more wins – I know Deshaun will come back rusty, what, week 11 or week 12. But I've been impressed with the Browns. I really have. And not just defensively. They, they've, been, they've impressed me offensively a lot more than I expected than they, they would. They, they honestly should be 3-0 and right now. So I, I want to give my Brown. I know we don't give a lot of Brown love here because, you know, they're not a, the flashy team like everybody thought they would be a year or two ago. But Chubbs is the real deal, man. I'm a big Chubb guy. Yeah, I I don't know how you guys feel, but I think this is the last year we're going to see Cream Hunt with the Browns. Yeah. He had a good week one, but with the rumors of him wanting out in the offseason and then it's Hunt's not snaking any touchdowns anymore. No. Last year they had Hunt at the goal line. It's more Chubb. He's getting more rushing, more – He's even had a few passes come his way. Yeah. So not to say that Hunt's no longer going to be the guy, but I could see him either being traded 
or just not bringing him back, especially when you one. have yeah. um, the the guy from last year. I forgot his his name. Uh, Derek uh, Dearness Johnson, that guy. He played really well, and he could be a nice two to Nick Chubb. So yeah, I think I, I think uh, Hunt is a great number two for him, but I think Hunt wants more opportunities. I think that's yeah. the biggest issue because he's starting to get up there with age. Yeah, we've seen Hunt as the number one guy. He's scary. So it's not he's explosive. Right. Yeah, with KC. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He he kind of messed his career up, man. With the he tried to be a kicker. But... Kicking the lady on the <laughs> ground. He's an aggressive kicker. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I what made you think what would have happened had he not left KC? Two more rings. That's what, that's what KC needs right now is someone like they, him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys any have any uh, other notes. My one last thing, just uh, kind of briefly, you know, again, it was just the lines. I was going to mention them um, around this time, you know, and I, I just can't reiterate enough. I like what I see, man. I, I love what I saw last year and it's carrying over. We'll see what they're, they're made of. Um, I'm not worried about the offense, you know, the defense it's that's where it's going to be at. But we all kind of knew it was going to be a struggle. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention, didn't mention the Colts. Yes. Uh, yes. Look, I said last week, I came on the show with the clown mask on. I literally sat here and I told you it would not shock me if we beat the Chiefs. You did say it. You did say that. And it's exactly what happened. It wasn't not- pretty, but, hey. <laughs> A lot of times when in the, in the NFL is not Mr. Uh, Jelani Woods back there behind me, third round pick tight end. Hey, man, he did his thing. Only two catches in the NFL, both of them touchdowns. Welcome <laughs> to the league, rookie. Welcome to the league. Uh, we'll see uh, what we're made of going forward. Uh, we I got us- the Titans next week. And I usually enjoy Yeah, I usually enjoy your guys' when your team loses because you always give me – for some reason, you always get on me, so now I have to do this thing back where – when your team's it's America's lose, team, man. I got to be happy, you know, but I was it's actually America's happy. Team. I was happy for the Colts to pull that one through their defense, holding Mahomes down like that was a beautiful thing. Yeah. That, that could be a spark that they needed. So we'll, we'll see coming forward, but I was yeah, happy for that. For sure. win. We'll see. Yeah. Do you, I think, mean, it's... Uh, do you think the enemy stays after him and Mahomes almost had a, uh, you know, a, a uh, six round fight going on at the end of the game depends yeah. on the on the job openings look don't get me wrong we beat, we beat the chiefs and unless we win the super bowl i still want frank right gone yeah like that's not going to change for me um i would i welcome eric being me yeah um at some point i mean it is a little worrisome the guy's been supposed to be like head coaching candidate like the past two, three years, maybe, and the fact yeah. that he's still there. So it's a little bit of a red flag. Um, I don't necessarily know what it is. Obviously, the league probably does. Uh, I mean, unless he just really likes his job of offensive coordinator, but he has interviewed. So it's not like him and Leftwich. He doesn't want to. Yeah. I, I welcome Byron Leftwich. I actually like him a lot. Um, yeah. Especially, it wasn't like it was Bruce Arians doing everything. He let, you know, left which do his own thing. And uh the offenses look pretty good. It's a nice balance. Get the ball out quick. 
and you know we're going to take deep shots here and there and honestly, i think that's i think left which will be a great coach yeah i think he could be a really good coach i think Three, the enemy yeah. probably wants too much power that wouldn't shock me because a lot it of these wouldn't shock me a lot of these coaches yeah. want to come in because you for example Bietmi comes from andy reed andy reed probably has a lot more power than most coaches do bro 100 percent andy, yeah, andy reed has a resume for it though yeah. like he he's earned the right to make a lot more calls yeah. organizationally than most head coaches so if the enemy comes in there for an interview and expecting hey i want i want the gm to answer to me i want to make i want to pick my own coaches i want to do this i want to do that and it gets a little too crazy and the team's like what have you done and then you be like oh well look at my record look at your quarterback but you yeah. could yeah. it's very easy to say his success is because of patrick mahomes being patrick for Pence. sure yep I agree. And like I said, with him, I would, I would look who I'm going to join. You know, I would look at a team that I know that has, I'm not going to go to one of these bottom tier teams, the coach. I'm going to go one of these teams that are like middle of the pack that has talent too. So I don't know if that's a thing too for him where he's maybe aiming a little higher. That's where the coach would fit in. Yeah. Um, Because let's say we, we don't make the playoffs and we somehow finish like seven and 10. That would, to me, warrant a middle of the pack. We yeah. were maybe a game or two away from making the playoffs. Um, we then also have a really good pick in somewhere in the teens to either draft your guy. We also have two second round picks, hopefully, hopefully two, depending on what happens with Carson Wentz. Hey, Carson, don't get hurt. Uh, you being available all year is going to ride on us taking the commander second round pick. We have the package to then maybe move up into the draft for a franchise guy, if need be. So, and we have the weapons. Alec Pierce showed me some today, play really good. Again, the guy behind me, Jelani Woods balled out, you know what Jonathan Taylor can do. I'm a little worried for the offensive line, but yeah, we'll see. I, it just, it is worrisome. And that's why I like being me because of the uh, game planning he brings. Yeah. But it just the fact you're still there, man. There's some, there's some wrong. I, who, but who knows? Maybe it's like I mean, Josh McDaniels accepted the coach job and then he backed off, and he stayed there for some time. So maybe it's not like that. Who knows? I do like Byron Leftwich a lot, especially because of I do too. I think that would be I would. That's the guy I'd be looking I like at him if it doesn't I, work I out. Like with him guys. for the Jags job. I thought him going back to Jacksonville to become their coach was going to be good. Um, but Peterson wasn't wasn't a bad hire either. Again, no, I like that. Yeah, no, obviously not. They're looking awesome. Yeah. 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 So, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, hey, regular guys, as always, each and every week. Moving on to our last little bit here, uh, something we are hyped about. Jake, let the people know what you're hyped about, man. Man, I think Matt brought it up a little bit because I was just looking, like I was talking. Like with uh, my wife, like, oh, you know, what the plans are going to be. But we got that Miami game coming up. And when we first did it, we were like, man, Miami and Minnesota, you guys know how I feel about the Vikings. I was like, man, do I really? Because I'm not a Dolphins fan, right? And I'm not a Vikings fan. So in order for me to go to this game, it was for specific reasons. We have a friend coming down, Viking fan. So we're going to go to that game. But you guys going to hold hands? No, no, no. God, yeah, okay, God, okay. It, it ain't happening. But <laughs> okay, okay. right now, I'm like, I'm excited because most likely I would watch the Dolphins no matter what at home because that's what we get on, on cable. Yeah. I watch whatever's there. 
So I would have watched the Dolphins game. But now that I get to be there and see kind of like an explosive team, it's going to be pretty fun. It's what week is that? Pretty, uh, four, I think. Five. Okay. It's six. As you guys can see, I'm, my dyslexia kicked in. I'm not, I'm not good at this Sorry, stuff, I don't mean to so. cut you off like you're, you're no, hyped. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just excited for the games. Think, um, you know, being able to be there with your friends, watch the game. Outside of everything else, not really anything going too crazy right now. So just kind of excited about that. What about you guys? What about you, Sean? I am hyped about the game tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to go my favor, but I know you're probably pretty hyped about that one as well. So I think uh, the Giants might have a little bit of an edge. I don't have too much faith in my team. But, hey, whenever your team's on TV, you got to be hyped about it. And I'm also hyped that Albert Pujols, the one-legged man who's hopped up on steroids, per Jake. This is Jake's doing right here, guys. He's hopped up on steroids. Jake said it, okay? So kill him with mean messages. Now, he's had an awesome career. Uh, 700 home runs, amazing. And I'm pretty happy that uh, Judge still hasn't hit another home run. So that's, that's always good on my end. I hate the Yankees. The only reason, and I don't want to get this too much. The only reason no, I no, said no, no, that no. about. Matt, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> only reason I brought that up about Albert Pujols, every time before All-Star break and before yeah. the record was even in reach, he would limp to home plate. He does. He does. He would limp, act like he couldn't walk. He wouldn't hit anything. And then if it's like, if it wasn't in the outfield, he was walking to first base or walking to the dugout. And then the whole two man shoot him up with some testosterone. He's good. They shot him up with something. And then (laughs) the record comes within grasp. And this dude's hitting dingers. Like he's hitting a couple every series. I'm like, what the heck? Where did this come from? So that's the only reason why I brought that up. I'll let you go, Matt. (laughs) I don't want to be a baseball podcast. Yeah. Uh, We don't want to bore the people. Now let me stop. Uh, Something I'm hyped about football in general, man, just this football in general, I feel like today showed why football will always be the best team sport. Yeah. Whether it was like a big win for the Dolphins or, you know, you're a Packers fan and to, to gut out a win like that down in Tampa or even like myself, who's a Colts fan who needed this win. I just feel like today was one of the best, not best ever, but just good weeks to where football just showed that it is the ultimate team sport there is no one person is going to take over like in basketball or yeah uh, you know baseball somebody will come in and you know score a run hit a home run out whatever sacrifice fly whatever the case is but man that's this is why i love football because you got 11 guys on both sides and you need them all to operate as one and if one doesn't the outcome could could change. And also, too, there's a there's a chess match between coaches and calling the right plays and, yeah. you know, trying to set everything up. So that's that's just what I'm hyped about. Um, just last a little bit before we hit up with some closing words. Uh, again, we thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every week to uh, Regular Guys Podcast. The road to 100 starts with you guys, and we cannot thank you enough. Uh, please like and subscribe smash that like button we know you guys are smashing the views we know that we're not questioning that ever again um 
So please make sure you do so. For those of you living in the Florida area, hey, hurricane is here. Yeah. Be careful, guys. Stay safe. Stay safe out there. Stack um, up on some like, goodies. Uh, it's going to be widening out just a little bit. So depending on where you're at, hopefully, you, you know, you just stay safe. Uh, hopefully it doesn't affect anybody else. But uh, Sean, yeah. Jake, closing words. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, we, we appreciate all the views. We appreciate the love and support from everybody. Thanks so much. Yeah, guys, appreciate it. Appreciate the love. Appreciate all the feedback you guys always give us. Uh, we're, we see nothing but success with the views, the numbers. Uh, we're trying to pump out some reels going on. Um, hopefully, you guys like them. Give us feedback Matt, on those Matt, too. Matt killed them with those reels. Matt killed that reel with the, uh, yeah. the Dolphins, though. Yeah. Thank so you we're super excited about the podcast going forward. If you guys want to be on the show? You have any questions? Want to ask us anything? Just let us know. Also. Um, and like Matt said, for everyone that lives in Florida, please be safe, be smart, don't do anything crazy. If you're told to evacuate, evacuate. Hopefully we don't get to that point. But everyone should be prepared, be safe. Love you guys. You are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast.